input from Burton. Exactly. I don't care that you share squat opinions with Willie. I don't know if she does. <laughs> Shit, we're philosophy. Live. I feel this is exactly that's philosophy. This is the weirdness. I don't care if Squaw cares. This that's is philosophy. This, <laughs> this is the same strangeness that begins the uh, Joe Rogan podcast. If you guys have listened to like the beginning of his podcast, um, before he's like getting ready and set up, he like does something weird every single time. Because like now that he's on Spotify now, you guys heard about that? He got the biggest deal on Spotify ever, pretty much now, right? And so. Yeah, no, yeah, of course. So, but he's on he's on Spotify now. He's, and so they're going to, uh, by the end of this year, I believe Jessica was telling me about, like, they're going to have all of his back catalog on there. Oh, wow. And so it's crazy. But I was listening to a couple of episodes, because usually the most I hear about Joe Rogan is, like, on YouTube. And so I was listening to a couple of episodes. And the beginning of them is so weird, because he's, like, usually doing something weird, which I know he's, like, probably high. Oh, he's doing it. But he's like, he's usually like, <coughs> yeah. All right, sweet. We good? And he just goes into talking. He's like, so I'm sitting here with Elon, you know. And uh, I just think it's a strange thing. I'm just going to throw that out there as an intro. Anyone else? Go ahead. Joe you? Rogan. Yeah, who feels you for this advertisement? How do you guys feel about Joe Rogan? I know most of us are... I saw a stand-up and thought it was hilarious. Oh, his, dude, he's fucking hilarious in stand-up. He's for extremely sure. smart. Oh, my God. And he really is. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, the whole the, conversation is funny. Squaw, you've seen him? Absolutely. Like what? No, no on oh. TV. Oh. But she's not really, like, listen to, like, podcasts and stuff too much. She's, uh, you know, it's, it's growing on her. He's getting there. I absolutely love the Joe Rogan podcast because there's so many varieties of people that mm-hmm. he talks to on oh, a dude. day-to-day basis. I want to know what's in that man's brain. Because, like, the fact that he can have the time oh, to talk my brain to was crazy. every kind of realm of person, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. you kind of get an idea of what their scientists perspective and is. Botanists and exoterists and esoterics. What? Tesseracts. Democrats. Being Did you say tesseracts? <laughs> no. He can't come over. Can you delete that? <laughs> You can edit this, right? Squall, though. We're gonna edit this. Joe right? Rogan. So you've seen his comedy, but that's it. You've not really listened to like any of his talks or anything. No. No, he's. Re- it's really interesting. I. I do. I. I it, it does crack me up how often he brings up DMT. Dude, a lot, a lot. Yeah. He talks about DMT a lot. I wonder how often he, if he does, because we're. Cool story, bro. You ever tried GM recording DMT? <laughs> you ever tried G- cool story? Yeah, that's his like that's his one that's of the his meme. That's the meme. Cool story, bro. Cool you ever tried DMT? You ever tried DMT though? Yeah. And um, no, I mean, it's like, so Jesus, like Jesus, Rogaine, would you come? <laughs> I I've thought and 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 because like I don't know, he had this weird transformation at some point after doing UFC and stuff, and I don't I I'm kind of curious to see. Because I've never looked into it, like his beginning of like, oh, I want to talk about, I want to have a podcast and do this and talk to a whole bunch of different people and see like what, you know, their perspectives are about life and, and, and fucking everything. Like, did they fucking talk about like, Murder there's so many episodes, there's, what are they on, dude? They're like on like 1500 or something? They're on like 1493 or, uh, yeah, dude, it's, there's a lot. And they're all like, they're like three hours long. That's a lot of content. But there's a lot of people he talks with. Like, you, you guys I mentioned, too. Like, there's a lot of people that he actually discusses with. And I don't know. 
I would love to pick at his brain. Yeah, I would love I like to be able to sit down and have a talk with Joe Rogan. I'd yes. be like, on or off camera, whatever you choose. For sure, dude. Yeah. I will I mean, you want to drop some you. ass and talk some shit you. for a few hours? Let's do it, you know? I'll try right. to keep up, hopefully. I, for somebody that studies philosophy, I really love talking to people about deep thoughts, you know, deep mm-hmm. and, and, and perspective, you know, ideas on the world. Mm-hmm. So I would love to hear his input on, like, certain ideas that I've come across or, or what he thinks about certain ideas that, uh, in, in general. For sure. For sure. So, before I segue into a whole bunch of different shit, who wants to, uh, are we going with, do you want to take off on the conversation of what you're going into, or do we? Yes, I will okay. go ahead and Hell do yeah. that. I'm going to go ahead and pull ahead and my introduce. Uh, talking points first. Hi, my name is Danielle Upchurch. I am... Uh, What's your topic, Danielle? I am talking today about a quote by Bob Ross. It is, um, you need darkness in order to show light. So, I this had a deeper meaning to, to me when I was doing a lot of studying behind the actual, um, when I was studying like a lot of painting projects, I was really wanting to get into painting uh, again. I was getting out of an artist block and I wanted to push the artist um, feel. So I wanted to get back and I just wanted to start painting. And you know, Bob Ross was such a iconic artist, you know, so. I got into hearing Bob Ross, and he was such a positive guy. Like, he had just a positive outlook on everything, it seemed like. And I don't know how he achieved that every single day. Like, every single video. Like, he has, like, 30 seasons, it seems like. And he, he's positive all the way through it. And I just don't understand how he could... I'm sure it took him a long time to get there. He probably okay. worked through a lot of stuff. and. But he... It, he always <laughs> says... When he's shading and highlighting his paintings, he says, you need darkness in order to show light. Mm-hmm. And it's quite an amazing thing, like, because you can see that there's a huge difference between what is, like, needed in art in order for shading to take effect, mm-hmm. for the light to be relevant in the picture. Yeah. You see the difference that you can add into a painting or uh, a piece of art by shading alone. Mm-hmm. I had examples, so it's hard to see with the... <coughs> no, yeah, for sure, but the emphasis on... Um, There's an emphasis that it sure. that it's give, it gives the light to have shading in your picture, right? Mm-hmm. I so, think that goes along yeah, with the natural balance of life, though. I'm like, you can't have good without evil. You can't have dark without light. Absolutely. You can't have one without the other, really. That's absolutely what, how I uh, have started to visualize... Um, the world a little bit because you know when you start to put things into aspect like of like what you have to encounter day-to-day basis like you know I've gone through really I've gone through hardship and I've also gone through like some of the brightest most beautiful days in my life you know and so experiencing these things it really shows me like where the balance comes into play and so like through that, I can say what makes this quote not just 
a painting technique, but philosophical in a sense. And that is the idea that there is a balance that is required for life to have a balance of light and dark. Light and dark is necessary in order to, for human existence. I believe it's necessary for human existence just because humans aren't perfect beings. And so living this world, we have to encounter like the idea of learning how to live in this world because that's the best we know how to do is try to adapt to the world to the best we can. Because right. we're given this life, we got the driver's wheel of a car that we just come to know our whole life. And we drive that same car our whole life. Right. So human existence is trying to figure out how to maneuver that car the best way possible. So yeah. for how to just like, yeah, stay on the road. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Just exactly. Like and sometimes it's stay just the path. not easy. Not always easy to deal with. So like when you find that balance is required, you really start to realize like where the benefit of darkness reveals the light that comes into life. Mm -hmm. So, what is dark in symbolism? Well, I'm going to say that a lot of philosophical and religious uh, texts text would say that um, darkness has always been associated with evil and anger and uh, aggression and, you know, a lot of fear and stuff like that. And um, light is always symbolized in a lot of different religions and mm -hmm. philosophies as well and just symbolized in life as, you know, happiness and goodness and, you know, yeah, truth what is right in the world. Ex you know, yeah. So, Ignatious. that being said, like, and I actually pulled up some actual um, texts that may have come from different religions and philosophies. So as a Christian, uh, light has always been a symbol of holiness, goodness, knowledge, wisdom, grace, hope, and God's revelation. Darkness has always been associated with sin, evil, and despair. Um, the Quran quotes, God is the light of the heavens and the earth. Um, and deprived of light, life itself would perish. Utter darkness would become the darkness of, earth, of death. Um, in Buddhism, light is a source of goodness and the ultimate reality, and it accompanies transcendence into the nirvana of Buddhist doctrine. And it is the sun, and it is the avenger of evil forces and darkness. Um, darkness is compared to heartlessness, evil, nightmares, trauma, and karma. Um, light side of the... F okay, so get this. Star Wars also has a philosophy to their movies about light and dark sides. Mm -hmm. So you guys know this very well, probably more so than I do. I haven't watched a lot, a whole lot of Star Wars. Captain Picard's fashion. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I'm just so going to scoff over that. <coughs> so the light side of the force, known as the Ashla, is aligned with calmness, mm -hmm. peace, passiveness, and it was only used for knowledge and defense. Yes. The dark side of the force was known as Bogan, is allied with mm -hmm. aggression, fear, anger, hatred, and passion. Which is I find it, passion yeah. kind of debatable whether that's uh, It is, because it, passion could be positive or negative mm -hmm. in, you know, obviously yeah, certain aspects. Just like karma was in the last one. Mm -hmm. but the Jedi. Jedi. Well, Jedi. Let me just tell you guys this. What is, what did Dao, what did, how did the Taoist uh, visualize light and dark? 
This is a, a quote by Alan Watts, actually. Taoists view the universe as the same as, or inseparable from, themselves, as Lasso would say, without leaving my house, I would know the whole universe. This implies that the art of life is more like navigation than warfare. For what is important, it is to understand the winds, the tides, the currents, the seasons, and the principles of growth and decay, so that one's actions may use them and not fight them. Hmm. So, that being said, is that when darkness comes into life, you use that time to grow from the experience and navigate through life based on the hard times that you've dealt with. So, like, I, because of darkness, it's able to show the, the light that comes into life. You know, the happiness that truly comes out of life is when you focus on the times when, you know, things are great, the sun's out, you know, you're happy, you're healthy, you're living, you know, you're, you're just having a good day, you know, and endure the storms when they come, because, like, that's something that uh, people have the hardest time is enduring the storm while it's here. Yeah. Because that's the hardest part of it all. It does serve a purpose. In fact, we were watching something the other day, and I wish I could remember it exactly, but she said this quote in Latin that was really beautiful. It was said, Walking Dead. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was uh, Deanna yeah. from Walking Dead as she was... Yeah. but it You guys was, haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil, but there, she was saying yeah, something. Yeah, but, it, but uh, what it translated to was, someday this pain will be useful to you. Yes. Dude, I thought that was very... I yeah. thought that was cool, too, because I was, thought... It was really beautiful, because, like, again, mm -hmm. you can't... Like you're saying, you can't appreciate the good times of the bad, you know, the light without the dark. It'll... it'll and it makes you grow as a person, you know? Absolutely. You face stuff like that. It's almost necessary, you know? It's a necessary evil. You have to get through it in order mm -hmm. to enjoy the good time. Yeah, because you would never learn anything if you never had any struggles. We need to see a, a spoiled brat. We'll well, people, people who never have dark times, negative. when they finally do have one, it breaks them. Exactly. Versus people too. who have lived <clears throat> darkness, or have had darkness when they're in their life, and they can actually understand what good is or light is, mm -hmm. you know? Versus someone who's always had the light, and then all of a sudden something darkness comes in his life, and it breaks them, mm -hmm. you know, because they've never had to deal with something like that. So, for the philosophy of light and dark, um, how I interpret um, the experience, um, what is required for human life to learn and experience? I believe that the human experience requires us to navigate through life to the best of our ability. And that is understanding what, how humans need to live and understanding what you're required as a human to survive and do well in this world and without the negative experiences you wouldn't learn anything mm -hmm. because things would come easy no matter what route you mm -hmm. cho chose exactly and we're not at that level of complexity as humans to be able to live in a perfect world mm -hmm. and so we have to take learning steps before we can get to where we want to be mm -hmm. as humans so that's where I view that light and dark is absolutely necessary for the human experience. Mm -hmm. I agree. So can we imagine a life in only light and, you know, goodness? That's what heaven's called. That's exactly what heaven's called. And that's kind Utopia of or nirvana or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So imagine if the human experience was to experience nothing but a good world. 
imagine like if everything was just handed over to you and pleasure was just at the at a click of a button anything that you wanted was just at every will you said a D &D drip into your arms <laughs> we are we are imperfect so our imperfect nature okay so the reason that uh um, so what I was talking about originally was um, the human experience in a world of only goodness, what, what we interpret as light. In the human experience, us being so imperfect, it actually, by nature, um, uh, prevents us from actually gaining the uh, knowledge to navigate the world. Because as humans being imperfect, we come into this world unknowing of you know how to navigate until we're taught until we learn lessons that sometimes are negative you know negative uh, mm -hmm. consequences come of certain actions and when you perceive those negative whether be major or minor they impact you in a specific way that keeps you living the life that a human should live so you know dark can be in all forms of size you know and uh, Honestly, I think that's, um, so I believe that with um, a world of only light, we would never gain any knowledge. It would just totally be like somebody like taking care of us right. for absolutely no reason. <laughs> and not <laughs> learning or growing it. or developing. Or mm -hmm. And Watts seemed to think that people would go crazy if they lived in a world like that. Mm -hmm. So... Um, a life in only darkness. That's a world I hate to discuss in general, but you know, that's a, you know, that's what we would call hell. That's a, I mean, honestly, it's a, where as, as far as it goes, most people interpret it as suffering, hell in general, suffering. And, you know, nobody wants to live in a world like that. I think we, and most people would agree that that's not a world that most people want to live in, is where they're suffering all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all, but, uh, you know, so there's meaning to, there's depth behind needing a balance of dark and light in life. It's because it's required for the human experience, I believe. Mm -hmm. so, and honestly. And, uh, So, uh, you know, um, that's pretty much uh, my gist of everything, but my interpretation of dark and light, because, uh, you know, I've come into situations in my life a lot where I had to, where I felt like the world was against me. I felt like everything was against me. I felt like I couldn't achieve anything because the world just wouldn't let me, right? Mm -hmm. But instead of looking at these negative aspects that come into my life as instead of thinking that it was just a, ba a bad luck circumstance I realized that it's a growing experience mm -hmm. absolutely <clears throat> a growing experience every time exactly it really is. so when I witness the darkest parts of my life I take them as growing experiences because it helps me to get through it and it really goes to show that the, there is a balance to be required. Mm -hmm. 
As I was going to say, though, is you have to look at it that way. You have to look at it <coughs> as a growing experience and, you know, not something that will defeat you, you know. Some are obviously, you know, easier to deal with than others. You know, obviously death is a very hard one to, to deal with, you know, and get around and make peace with. But, you know, it can be done. And other than that, it's, it's your other alternative is to, you know, let it consume you. You know, let that darkness consume you. That's obviously no way to live. Absolutely no way to live. I, I absolutely agree. It's um, it's quite sad, you know, because I see a lot of people that struggle day to day. And, you know, I, I want to try to help everybody to understand that this is just a challenge, like, that life has offered you. They said, hey, mm -hmm. if you can get through this, look what you got in store. Right. Check out what you got in store. If you can make right. it through this. <clears throat> Dude, there's nothing you can't do. There's absolutely. nothing we can none of us cannot do you know it's uh just there is other opportunities for more people sometimes at a right at a right time but you know i, I don't necessarily believe in coincidence or whether but i believe in like you know there's a whole timing aspect of everything like yeah just wrong place wrong time right place right time maybe you get a great opportunity if he's you know you find a job it's like oh hey who want to offer you a job two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year like take it <laughs> But, like, <clears throat> sometimes not everybody gets that opportunity, you know. And, uh, it just makes it fair almost in such a way, I guess. Like, there's certain people that do weller than others. Weller, that's a word I'm bringing in <laughs> to vocabulary, by the way. <clears throat> it means to be more well. <laughs> like so, what, like, better, but weller. <laughs> It sounds, it sounds a little cooler, too. I like it. I like it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, sorry. I'm just kind of going. I'm going to go on a rant there, so. so you see, the thing is, is everybody comes to circumstances that are hard in their life. No matter where you're at, you know, everybody deals with something, like, but some people deal with it on more drastic levels than others. But at the same time, you know, people see, seem to have a, resistance towards that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Any kind of uh, hard times in life, people want to resist it. They, but resistance only leads to breaking against resistance the pressure. Is That's We're a kind of uh, Eastern philosophy being thrown mm -hmm. into that. Feel yeah. more like bamboo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, just a little piggyback on the side of that real quick, because like with Eastern like philosophy and stuff like that too, so like They'll come in sometimes, and they'll go into, like, a giant room and have this ceremony. Well, they were, uh, they'll have, like, designs uh, uh, carved out into the floors, right? And so they're going to go in there, and they go in there with, like, colored sand, and they make this uh, mandala or other design or something that is spiritual and geometric and sacred to them. And then after 14, 16, however many hours of doing this and this meticulous work of filling this thing, you know, and, and, and just sitting there making it, making sure it's all perfect, uh, they go and just sweep it all up, you know, and I'm going to write that down actually real quick because that, that uh, I really like one of their small like mantras is like nothing is permanent, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. But until it's gone, we should cherish every 
everything we have and every moment we have and everything we're given and and because you don't know when it's the last you know you don't know when your last breath is we could walk outside right now i could slip fall and break my neck you know or something like that terribly knock on wood so that but uh yeah i mean so there's opportunities for us to be in there but that, that kind of really stuck with me like nothing is permanent and, and I sucks. like that ideology that they have in such a way that, I don't know. I think it's different than Western uh, religious views or any other ideologies that we have, like, over here where it's, like, nothing is permanent. Because we're, <clears throat> not to cut society down or anything, but as of right now, like, we're all just, like, cut into, like, material things. So, like, um, nothing is permanent it doesn't mean anything to anyone in America right now. Like, everything is in this moment. That's all that matters. So it doesn't matter whether it lasts forever or not. It's it, we're not even thinking that far ahead. You know, we're thinking right now. What can I do and what can I consume? What can I, you know? But like I said, I was gonna get off on a rant. Well, <laughs> go back to <laughs> Danny over here real quick. But yeah, no, yeah, we're really gonna write that down. We're, we're, we're just elaborating on. Uh, yeah, on my idea, but uh, but David walked out of the room for a little bit, so we'll kind of talk until he gets back anyway but uh i but i absolutely that is the hardest part of seeing the dark side of things is when you see somebody that you know and love you know vanish from your life forever that's just a hardship that almost nobody can deal with and also because not only that is sad obviously but because we don't really have a definite answer, you know. You can believe something. What's where, where's what? Yeah, it's not like, who? you know, it's for not sure. like with other things that are more definite that we know for sure, you know. Like when we wreck our car, yeah, that really sucks, but we know how it happened and we know what's going to happen afterwards, you know. We know how to fix it. When someone dies, you know, well, literally nothing you can do about it. Not that. to sound like, I mean, we're animals though, you know. Like we crave an answer, like there's... We can't just think that something can exist without us knowing physically that it exists. It, it, that it exists. Mm -hmm. Most of us have to be like, well, if I don't see a god or a dog right there, there's not a dog, you know? And that's... Mm -hmm. But there's other people that are just like, I can't accept the fact that, like, also, I have to accept the fact exactly. that I can't see or touch that thing and know that it's real, but I have mm -hmm. to believe in it, you know? And it's not necessarily just saying Christianity... There's all sorts of other religions and ideologies yeah. and beliefs that, that spread that that are just like, well, I mean, it is what it is. Science is that way. Science is not proven, really, at all. Science is not a factual thing, right? The, the art of science is discovery, uh, 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 um, uh, what is it, Experiment, experimentation, stuff like that, right? So research, data, all of that. So you bring that all together, that's science, right? So when it becomes fact, it becomes basically almost history because once it's fact it's factual it's written down that's what we know you know we came here until on freaking three boats right and we're like great people and then you know yeah until someone else knows something different they're like oh shit and then that's you know yeah and that's what we know and that's what we know for sure you know? until someone proves that wrong <laughs> you know uh, the thing is for me is that uh, <clears throat> as somebody that studies philosophy i have the sole belief that I won't, I don't hold, I don't know the truth. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that, 
I am on a journey to find what right. the truth means to me, but I, that is always That's, constantly changing. It's what we should all do, right? And it shouldn't be like a, this is what it means to me, and so that's what it should mean to you. But we should all find something that is truthful to us that we all believe in collectively. Like, not even necessarily collectively, you know, but like, like everything that I know. find what is important to you, mm-hmm. and 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 you believe in, and follow that, man. Fuck, I hate you know I'd be like fuck what anyone else says, but fuck what anyone else says, dude. Honestly, you know, like at the end of the day, it's your last breath you take before you fall asleep. It's your first breath in the morning when you wake up. It's not Robert's, like. Robert doesn't wake up and breathe for you or take your last breath at the end of the night. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, when you're falling asleep and you're like, <gasps> you know, that's you. This is your life. I'm not saying focus on your fucking shit and not worry about other people, but at the same time, you've got to, like... Put yourself in priority. In you such a way. Much. In such a way, for sure. Yeah. Selflessly. In, yeah, selfless. Exactly. There you go. That's 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 a great, that's a great determination that right there. I uh, believe that every... Per- person has a path designed for the individual we all have a path in our life that's a design for us as an individual and in that uh, we're all on our own path in life and not one person's going to have the same conclusion like not everybody's going to have the same conclusion mm-hmm. to what life is so who's to say that I'm right right who's to say what right I mean, is we don't know because we haven't experienced anything beyond what That's we know. That's kind of the point. Is like we don't really. That was something I talked about not long ago. It was a very simple theory, but you don't know what exists beyond this moment. Anything that happens in this moment, like obviously, it's an obvious thing. You're like, oh yeah, of course, it's the future. But yeah, you don't know what lies beyond that. The only thing that we know and we base everything we do off of is what happened now and before now. That's exactly what we be, and it's because it's we have this primitive view on trying to deal with everything. If we don't understand it, we have to. We were talking about this not long ago, actually, just kind Our minds have to draw a conclusion to something. Like we have, we're it's we're so primitive we're in that way. Like that's. I mean, if we don't have an answer for it, we gotta be like, man, I don't know. I mean, why is the sky black? Like, well, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing out there. Okay, sweet. You know, like our brains have to have some sort of conclusion. On most things. Not everything, but usually a lot of stuff. There's some stuff that obviously we can't understand. And we're like, oh, I'd have to study that for 20 years to understand it. But it still know tries the to draw a conclusion. But it tries to draw a conclusion and be like, oh, yeah, yeah I mean, that's what astrophysics means to me. You know what like I mean? when you look and at something, okay you're like, that. that table is brown. It's a table. You know, his shirt is red. Uh, the three you of know, us actually, I think, there, discussed that not long ago. Like, you know. Also, too, you and I discussed that as well. Um, something being solid and actually believing it's solid. So... Mm-hmm. Can you believe long enough that something is not solid and an object can move through another object? I don't know about that. That's a whole other discussion for that time. I'm sneak peek trailers. <laughs> yes, we're going to be covering lots of stuff, so be ready for it because we're going to be opening some minds it's here. It's wild. Oscar. Wild. <laughs> so does anybody have any uh, input on light and dark and symbolism? I guess, or in philosophy or whatever, however you interpret. Do you believe that there's a balance to be required? Yeah, For definitely. Sure. I think there has I to be balance. I think it's, you can't really appreciate one without the other. There has to be life and death. And there has to be war and peace, you know. Mm-hmm. Without war, there's no peace. But you have to take that, that peace whatever that darkness is to you, that 
suffering or whatever you go through. And like you said, learn from it. For sure. You know, make it. And that's the thing is we can only learn. We know what we know because of what we've experienced, but we can only learn from what we experience and being like, okay, I fucked up, so I'm not going to do that again. Mm -hmm. Or maybe don't learn from that. You know, a lot of us don't tend to learn from Or try to find the positive positive for sure and and not necessarily everything because like when you lose a job you know or you know or break up with someone or you know whatever lose your wallet that's just to be like that's that's just it's important to experience those those emotions in the moment as well the anger Mm -hmm. the sadness because again you can't have those feelings without those feelings we're not human exactly so you are you are meant to sit with those Mm -hmm. feelings we are but for just for a temporary time though very temporary time Experience it, deal with it, you know. Nothing is permanent. Nothing is permanent. Exactly. In fact, I'm going to, yeah. I'm, this too I'm, shall pass. I'm, I'm in love with that. Too. Nothing is permanent. In fact, that's what I'm going to get. Same, like, dude. The, the, I want to get that we, one. Yeah, we talked this about is, that. It's only temporary is what I'm going to get. Right. What, what if Just I said not, this too shall pass? Like that's what if we interacted with people on a day-to-day basis with the idea that nothing is permanent? What if, like, that changed our interactions with other humans as a whole if we put that into I think it would. And that goes for good and bad. Yeah. So that's meant to be, you know, when you're going through something bad, whatever the situation may be, you know, no. keep that in mind that, you know, this is only temporary. It's, you know, this will end. But you also have to remember that in the good times as well. You know, when you're when you're experiencing joy or whatever. That sounds like a real trial Famidorian way of thinking about things. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. It really makes you check your car, you know. Yeah, because it'll make you appreciate the good times more. Well, yeah, for sure. Get through I mean, it's, it's hard to put yourself in other people's shoes, though. Yeah, because everything's going to end eventually, whether it be through, you know, old age and death or... Well, the world just burns up and fucking disappears. Mm-hmm. Like a Bugs Bunny cartoon or something. Even know? like even like watching children grow up, you know what I mean? That, your child, that mm-hmm. one child is only going to be a baby once, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you're, you know, and you can get busy like dealing with you know, being tired and working and this, but, you know... We're meant to enjoy, and that kind of goes into another philosophy about like, feels like smelling or whatever, like being mindful, you know, being mindful as often as you can, mm-hmm. and really being present in whatever moment you're in, you know what I mean, and and appreciating it for what it is, again, good or bad, but, but you know, we have a tendency to daydream or get distracted or, you know, whatever the case, but... Because those, te- those, those moments are temporary. Like, you'll never get that back. We, you know, we take our life for granted mm-hmm. every day. Even when, like, that's like, like with Dustin Day. I was like, he's like, he really didn't want to go, you know, hang out with the boys and stuff. And so he said, his, you know, he had a headache, whatever. And he's like, I should just stay home and chill. And I was like, come on, man. Like, you, you know, and he was kind of, because he's well, kind of, you know, upset about his truck. The truck broke mm-hmm. down again, whatever. Yeah. He might lose his job because he can't get back to work to work. And right. So yeah, I was like, I was like, well, that then sucks. you need to go have fun. I'm like, then that's yeah. what you need. You don't need to sit here and yeah, you don't need to sit there and think about it. Fun. Don't sit there and just be in your own head. Exactly. That's the so worst. He did. Thing. He We're our own worst enemy. Had a blast. You know what I mean? And it, you know, and improved his mood. And that's what I'm saying. You have to. You know, sometimes even when you don't feel like it, you know, it's mm-hmm. you have to. It takes even just even more work to focus and, like I said, be present and appreciate every every moment you have. Absolutely. You know. And I think that just brings a a wholeness to life because, you know, the thing is, even if you've gone through some of the biggest hardships in your life, like some of the worst stuff that beyond imagined, you know, if you can come back from all that, can you imagine the lessons you've gained Mm -hmm. along the way? Exactly. That you are stronger than any human, you know, I know. 
you can try and follow that sure. bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the point of life, too, is to, like you, can't say, like you said earlier, is get to the end, you know, and be like, you know, I did that. I learned it. I'm not, not necessarily that I learned everything. I had that yeah. opinion, too. I learned too, what like, I could, you know. But I learned and did everything that I feel like I could and I wanted to enjoy, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, I think that's just, that's the ultimate goal of it. <clears throat> You know? People just don't think about that on a, a deep level. Yeah. It, but you gotta keep in mind, you know, obviously the rules of like, treat this person respectfully as you want to be treated and stuff like that. I mean, don't be a fucking asshole and go through like Patrick Bateman, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just to throw that guy out there. Don't be that person, you know yeah. what I mean? And just enjoy life in that such a way and consume everything and, and, and destroy everything in front of you and no, don't, I mean, you know. It's, it's, the thing is... Also, Kiss Book Club, Monday nights here from about 8.30 to 9 o'clock till Monday we close. <laughs> you heard it there. Yes, every Monday. Yes. Book Club. Unless mentioned otherwise. So, uh, shall we round off this uh, a topic on dark and light? Yeah. And, uh, oh, that was a good segment. I like I, it. I, I, we don't have to here. necessarily stop.